you who belong to Christ, that fact you should manifest by the way you live your life. Christ uses the analogy of light. It's remarkable that he should use the analogy of light for us because that's the analogy he uses for himself. He he makes a statement, an ontological statement, a statement about what type of a being you are. He says, you are the light. You are the salt and you are the light of the world. If you don't give the world flavor, with what what shall it be seasoned? He he indicates that your essential, irreplaceable uh, place in the in the world for his sake your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly father so that religion is not simply a club one belongs to but it is it is it is a relationship with the light of the world it is a, it is shining with his light you are like sort of a conduit for the for the water and the canal for the irrigation you are you bring what you you bring the source to its proper function to its proper end so that the world might see and you know how to live like god because you were made in the image and likeness of god and you know the commandments of god the 10 commandments specifically the old law, the ceremonial precepts of the old law were abrogated. Read St. Thomas Aquinas on, in the Summa Theologica, the greatest work of the second millennium, according to World Almanac in the year 2000. The greatest book of the second millennium. And it continues to be. This is the greatest book since the year 1000. Is the greatest book in the, in the first millennium was the, the, the Holy Bible, edited by Pope St. Damasus, St. Jerome, under the direction of Pope St. Damasus. And you know Jesus Christ, who himself is God. Do what Jesus Christ would do and shun all things shunned by him. He is the light of the world. The first reading also is significant here because it says, St. Paul speaks of Christ and he says he was always yes to the Father. That's what it means to be the light of the world. To be, in, as I said before, religion is a relationship. Religion is Jesus Christ. It's God, perfectly man, perfectly God, forever united with the Father. He does nothing on his own. And that's what true religion is. It's not some superficial external reality. But rather, it's all the way. It, it's it's personal. Actually, person, person. The meaning of person comes from the triune God. Even historically, the etymology of the word. We understood what person meant when we understood that God is person. It's not just a mask in the theater, as the Greeks had it. And it and it, so the first reading about the yes, always being yes to the Lord, it's a relationship. So you're always looking at him, you know, like a well-trained, a good-bred dog that's always looking at the master to see, am I trotting, you know, how am I doing? You know, it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's countless the times he, he refers to the master. And that's how we are with the Lord. 
I consider Mother Blessed Teresa of Calcutta in this regard because she had a great line and she practiced it her whole life. She made a vow to the Lord early in her religious life, a consecrated virgin of the Lord. She said she was a, she wasn't cloistered. She was a, or I don't know if it was cloistered. She was with the Loretta nuns in India. She was a teacher for tw- for tw- over two decades, 25 years. She was a teacher. When Jesus told her on a retreat to go out and to and to serve the poorest of the poor, Christ told her directly. The light of the world showed her that she had to ask her superior in obedience. She didn't go rebelliously to do whatever she wanted. She asked the superior and waited on the decision, and she went. But after uh, uh, many people retire after 25 years in, in work. She started her, what God told her to do directly. I mean, she was always doing what God told her, but she, she made a vow. She made a, a vow, a personal vow under the direction of her spiritual directors, never to say no to Jesus. He is the light of the world. You would do well in his light. All who follow him do not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. The light enables you to see and to understand and to know what you're doing, to know the way, the way to live. Do the work of God and refuse what he refuses, boldly and openly. That's the message here about put the lamp up. You learn from Christ and you follow him and thereby follow God. He is your constant teacher and guide, the light, in his church, with his holy mysteries and with his holy ones. And in that, in your tight union with Christ, you are also on fire with his truth and his love. You know him, the light of the world. You know him and love him, and you know the truth, the light of truth. That light is also yours, and you shine for others, that they may also see and know and love and follow Christ. In the brilliance of his light, which shines also from you, leading and guiding in goodness and truth in Christ. Lux Mundi.